I hate memorization. Welcome to Grumble Goat. My name is Matt Labodka, and this is a show about all the small things that drive me insane. Let's grumble. Here we are, folks, down in Cape May, New Jersey. Grumble Goat is on a little bit of a hiatus because we're doing a play at the Eastland Theater Company, one of our favorite stages to perform at. And we get cast together and it's like a working vacation and there's nothing performers love to do more than performing. And theater is my favorite craft. Actors, let me hear you. We love it. We love being on stage. We exist for that drama and that tension and, let's face it, the applause from the audience. Mmm, that's more addictive than Diet Dr. Pepper. But we all know that the privilege of acting comes at a cost. And that cost is memorization. One of the questions all actors will tell you that they get from the audience after a show is, how do you remember all those lines? And the answer is, memorization. Rehearsals are fun. Rehearsals are therapy for actors. You know, we open up emotionally and we dissect what people and characters are thinking and what their wants and needs are. It's not too dissimilar from a group yoga retreat, say. But most of the hours that you put into a play are memorizing the lines, just going over the lines repeatedly. We all have ADD. That's why we're in theater. But when it comes to the words, you have to know the words. And so you just have to repeat the words over and over and over. It's maddening. Getting inside the skull of your character is an incredible journey. But then you have to remember what they're supposed to say at any given moment. You're like, ah, I know what my given circumstances are. But did I say but or whether at this point? In A Streetcar Named Desire, for instance, Stanley has to say, well, let me enlighten you on a point or two. But did he say, let me enlighten you as to a point or two or on a point or two? You have to remember that in the moment because the other actors around you are relying on you to say the right words because they know what words they're listening for. And the whole while we're on an island with a beach and sun and it's summer and I just want to have fun. But instead, I just find myself in my room staring at the wall, saying to myself over and over again, just like Donald Trump saying the election was stolen. The election was stolen. The election was stolen. The election was stolen. And you know what the reward is for saying those lines over and over and over again and memorizing them? The reward is you get to repeat them over and over and over nightly on stage. But that's actually the great part. Memorization is the bane of all actors, and it's consuming my entire week on the beach. And that's the grumble. Grumble, 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 grumble. What? Grumble, 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 grumble. What's got your goat? For the latter half of the show, we'll bring in my better half, Veronique, for an unpretentious look and a segment we call... What's got your goat? Isn't this a beautiful evening? What a beautiful evening this in West Cape May West on Cape the May. porch. Yeah, this is Grumble Goat on the Road. Grumble Goat on the Road. This is part of the On the Road series. Grumble Goat is going to take this summer on the road. Yeah. How are you feeling today? Well, I'm feeling better. Oh, as you can what's hear. What's the problem? Well, both of our voices are a bit lower. Oh, than usual. yeah. That's not post-production. That's no. happening in real time. That is happening in real time. <laughs> we both have a summer cold. It's not COVID. Thank goodness. We tested. We're negative. Yes, but it's it's a nasty beast this summer. It's summer a nasty cold. beast this summer cold. Yeah. yeah. Most yeah. of your acting out here has been coughing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of laryngitis and and bronchitis. You're bringing your characters to life with a real illness here. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yes. All the phlegm. 
I mean, it's like violent coughing. Yeah. It's like oh, violent yeah. coughing. Yeah, it's violent coughing. Yeah. I love that on stage you've been wearing a mask. I have. Just because it's it's a frightening time and you just you want to keep everybody safe. Oh my gosh, yeah. It's I'm, great. But the one person you couldn't keep safe the whole time, is that's you. me. And so that's, hence, I don't have a cough, but I have the sore throat that's, yes. that's bringing this sultry base to you right now. Yes, yes. You definitely got my germs because we make out in the show. We do make out in yeah. the show. So um, wait, let's tell our listeners... We are in a play this summer. We're doing a play this summer. And that's why we're in Westgate May right now. That's right. We're in Who Am I This Time? Who Am I This Time? At Eastland Theater. So the show is awesome. It's very sweet. It's very cute. It's very sweet. It's about love, little vignettes of love. And we get to play many different characters. We do. Oh my gosh. Oh my it's a gosh. it's a whirlwind it's of like, talent. It's like a roller coaster of emotions for me, at least, in the first act. In the second act. She's kind of like, well, she's not one note, but she's very big. She's very big. Yeah. And I liked how you blamed your summer cold at first on opening up that lung because yes. she's very down here. And you're like, yes. oh, I'm using a part of my chest I don't normally do. So I feel like I'm making that sore. Yes. I was opening up my chest voice for <laughs> Gloria because she's very much like Gloria Swanson and mm. talks like this. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, I haven't really been using my lower register. I guess I need to warm up a little bit and then it was like nope no you're sick no it was an illness it was a virus (laughs) taking hold so how are your lines coming along my lines are coming along just fine yeah we did a a dress we did a dress run today yes we did and it went very well i mean once you put the costumes on there's a slight distraction in your head like i needed to pick up my cues today that was my personal note for Mm. myself oh because you're getting the flow of the show right i have like three quick changes that are i have like five quick changes yeah i have a lot of characters yeah you play a lot of characters and they all wear fabulous clothes yes Yes. Thank you, Gail Kennedy. Yeah. Great costume designer. Yeah. So how many times did you call line today? uh, Only once. Yeah. And it's so interesting that a show always falls apart and then it like miraculously snaps back into shape. It's a lot of people. We have seven people together and there's a lot of distractions. Yeah. And you got 60 pages you know, it's it's a book that you have to put live on stage and all the people working on it have to come to the same page. So, yeah, the yeah. costumes come in and all of a sudden everything's distracted again. Yeah. It's like any new element of all the distractions in the rehearsal process. What yeah. do you think is the most difficult part of putting a show together? Oh, that's a hard question. I mean, if an actor doesn't know their lines, that's a really hard part of it because oh, an actor knowing their lines. Yeah, because I I would agree with you. Characters not knowing their lines. Yeah, because there's the rhythm, and you get used to hearing the rhythm backstage. So if something doesn't land the way that I'm used to hearing, I'm like, wait a minute, what's happening? Something's off. There's a rhythm. There's a rhythm, mm-hmm. and instead of memorizing, you have to learn your lines. Oh, because if you learn your lines, then you know where you are when something does go wrong. So you're not a fan of memorization. No, you learn them. You learn you your lines. learn your lines. Oh, I see. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you can get out of any tricky situation. And it's always really funny because when something happens, it's like a flinch. There's a flinch. There's a little There's flinch. A flinch. There's yeah, a flinch. Absolutely. We all know that flinch because then all of a sudden we're like, uh-oh, it's improv time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we're like, we got to improvise back to the script. Right. Because you can't necessarily say the same line twice. Yeah. And it feels... Like 
10 minutes go by and it's just like a millisecond. Yeah, it's it's maybe three seconds. Yeah. But it feels like dead air mm-hmm. for sure. We all know that feel. Oh, see, our processes are different because I memorize. Right. Right. Obviously, I learn my characters given circumstances. Right. But I learn exactly what word my character says when my character says it. Yes. Because somebody wrote this show. Someone so wrote to, this show. You have to honor them. You have to understand yeah. that. Like, and the thing is, I play a character that's very introverted. Mm. And so, so a lot of my lines are, um, uh, gee, thanks. Yeah. And it's annoying to learn those lines. Yeah. And like, I make yeah. them my own. I say them the way my version of the character is saying it. Yeah. Uh, exactly as it's written. As much as you can. Yeah. <laughs> I learn like... I learn what my character needs to hear mm-hmm. in order for me to say the words that I'm about to say. Yeah. Yeah. Saying it this way, though, it almost sounds inauthentic. What do you mean? It's just like theater. It's like, oh, we're waiting for our cues and then we're saying the sentence we're assigned. Right. But it's not. It is authentic because it's an emotional experience. So when I retell stories, I may not remember every single detail, but I remember how I felt. When you tell stories, you like to tell every single detail. No, I you don't. will say what the temperature is. No, you'll say I what the minute don't. of the clock is. No, I don't. Nuh-uh. When I do synopsises, <laughs> that's oh, when I do that. You don't know how that. to do synopsis. No, I don't know how to do one. No. <laughs> yeah. I love when we were down in Cape May a few years ago doing Rainmaker. Yeah. People would ask what the show's about. And I'd be like, oh, a con man comes to town and convinces everybody that he can bring the rain. Yeah. And you're like, no, 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 no. That's not it at all. Well, that's because that wasn't my character's journey. No, it's about the Rainmaker. It's called the Rainmaker. Sure, whatever. It's about the Rainmaker. So what is your process for memorization? Well, I have a few different ways I like to write my lines out mm-hmm. if it's a tough sentence to stick. If it's a tough sentence to stick. As as this one is. Oh, my gosh. So I like to write them out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, you know, often the script is provided to you. You don't have to write the whole thing out by hand. No, but you do to register what you're saying. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I just use a highlighter on the script provided to me. Yeah, I, put, I do a highlighter too. But I do more than just a highlighter. Mm. When I read through the play and I miss certain sections in my highlighter, then I just underline my lines. Oh. And then I'll just keep them that way. And I can respond in different ways. So I'm not just learning one way to say my lines. Mm. Right. Oh, that's the trick. Yeah. Say it in different ways. Saying it different in different ways. In different ways. Saying it in different ways. In different ways. Right. Because you don't want to get locked into one way because then your performance gets stale. You know, I I, I had an interesting memorization experience one time. What? Um, I was doing the zoo story by Edward Albee. Yeah. Very weird, very strange script. Yeah. And uh, I was playing George. Good start. I don't know who you were playing. I mean, George, there's two I characters. Character. It doesn't matter what their names are. Well, I think like, there's George two is... I was playing the crazy one. I can tell that you memorized your lines because you can't remember what character you played. But I played the crazy guy. Okay. And the crazy guy has a seven page monologue. <gasps> what? It's a very, very, it's a 20 minute monologue where he goes in this crazy tangent about how he murdered his neighbor's dog. That is a nightmare for me. At one point in the script, he says, the story of Jerry and the dog. Oh, no. it's Jerry. Like, that's his name. Jerry. See, so you were I Jerry. memorized it. Yeah. Jerry. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Shakespeare is harder for me to learn. We get to do a little bit of Romeo and Juliet in the show. We do. And funny enough, I did that scene in college. Oh, really? Well, I would never be cast as Juliet because I'm too tall. So right. I had requested to learn more of the romantic 
leads. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie. It was one of the most frustrating scenes I've ever done. And uh, the other scene that we get to do is we get to do a whole thing in streetcar. I mean, I would love to be in a streetcar named Desire. I would love to play Stanley Kowalski. It's I'm I'm doing a great job. Oh, I'm yes. doing a great job. Yes, with you it. are. Yeah. But it's fun. What I think is the most fun in the show that we're in is we all have to audition. And your Let's, character is. Yeah. The best actor in town. So you're oh, like well, you. already in character. Yeah. And well, my... Kate May's a small town. <laughs> hey. And my character is new to town and she's doing this this for the first time. Yeah. And that's one of the most exciting parts of the show for me oh. is balancing how much my character is looking at the script. She says that she's read this play over and over again and she knows what Stella's feeling and she knows why she feels it. Oh, so she didn't go through the work of memorizing. No, she read it over and over again. All right, so you're off book, but your character's not off book. No, but that's she a gets unique off take. book. That's a unique take. I love, I, I want to pull that off with my director. No, I'm off book. My character's not off book. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you want to do it? I'm going to do it. Let's do it. All right. Now let's have a gander at that bill of sale. I haven't seen any. What do you mean to tell me? She hasn't shown you no bill of sale. <sighs> I well, see, do you want to start over? I'm nervous. See, it's, I'm yeah, not I'm, nervous. It's hard to be off book <laughs> when there's a new distraction. Yeah. What do you mean to tell me? She hasn't shown you no papers? I no, haven't. No, I messed up. Okay. There weren't any papers. She didn't show me any papers. I don't care about any papers. Then where's the money if the place was sold? Not sold. Lost. Lost. And that's a sneak preview of Who Am I This Time at Eastland Theater in Cape May. I love it. Come to see Grumble Goat perform on stage. Yeah. It's worth it. Go, go rent a motel room in Wildwood and then come on over. Oh, yeah. Stay in Wildwood. Better beaches. Way better beaches. The thing about not knowing your lines, mm-hmm. I never want to be in that situation ever again to put my family members. And I say family members because when you're in a cast, you're in a, it's like a family unit. Yeah. You know, you are relying on them like it is life or death when you are on stage. And that's what I love about the theater so much. And it's a really- and also there's the threat of death looming over screwing up on stage. Uh, it's yeah. literally life or death. I, it, it is like the most terrifying thing. Yeah. <laughs> Because I've been in a play where a person didn't know their lines and it was terrifying to walk on stage every night. Yeah, because it's your responsibility to murder the person if they go up on their lines. Oh, no, but then they can't be in the play. What's the worst case of somebody going up on a line you've ever been part of? Uh, Well, when you're reading a letter, like you're on stage and you're in a letter. Like you're reading your lines in the letter. No, when I have to read a letter on stage, put the words on the piece of paper because you can't go up when you're reading something on stage. You can't go up, but that also messes me up a little bit because like if you know it so well and then you're reading it and then you take that book away, it's like, oh my gosh, now where, where are we? Actually, no, I take that back. You always want to be able to read it. You always want yeah. to be able to read Reading it. Why did I better. even pretend to be noble in that uh, moment? No, the, the worst thing Just is... Just read it. Memorization. The worst part of acting. It is It is the hardest part of acting, but the most beautiful part, too, because that's when you're embedding the words inside of your body. Okay. I like that. You touched yourself like tattoos. Yeah. Well, right. Embedding those words on... Yeah, you yeah. are. You I know? think the most beautiful part of acting is when the director forces us to make out on stage. No! 
we weren't forced, but we were expected to like day <laughs> it's, one. It's written in the script. It was written in the script and my co-host and I lived together. So it was expected. It was expected that we would have the ability to do that, to kiss. Yeah. That's yeah. why you're also sick now. It was in the script. I think you like kissing me. <laughs> This has been an episode of Grumble Goat. Thanks for listening. I'm Matt Labotka. I'm Veronique Hurley. Please subscribe. I hate when people say please subscribe. Grumble, grumble, grumble. I can tell that you memorized your lines because you can't remember what character you played. Come see Who Am I This Time down in Cape May, opening... July 27th. Excellent. One of us memorized the dates that were open. I learned the dates, but that's okay. Yeah.